Today's episode of Lockdown Spartans is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On today's episode, we've been optimistic about the Michigan State football changes this offseason. Is there anything uh, anything making us worry? And then Matt's got some segment that he won't tell me what it's about, and he's just going to spring it on me. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Friday, ninth. the year is 2021. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my buried in a mountain of Masters Gambling Debt co-host Matt Sheehan. Okay, that would be true if Justin Thomas didn't have a late heroic run to beat Tony <laughs> Finau in the last two holes. Uh, so we mitigated a lot, if not all, the damage uh, there because it was not looking good at like 5.30 p.m. today, Will. <laughs> not looking good at all. Although Patrick Reed's doing okay. He, he's doing fine. You didn't have Justin Rose round one leader? No, I took Ian Poulter and Louis Oosthuizen, who combined for a oh. final score of uh, forty-seven over, uh, seemingly. So, <laughs> no, did not did not get in on the Justin Rose first round leader. No. Watching the coverage, it was like, oh man, Rory in at plus four, he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Oh man, so and so in at three over, they're in trouble. Yeah. Oh man, like oh oh, everyone's coming in over par except blood everywhere <laughs> except at Augusta the, National yeah. everywhere Ex- except the eight people who went off before eleven a.m. and mm-hmm. Justin Rose and Justin Everyone Rose who just found the magic. Yeah, he uh, practiced putting on a glass coffee table the day before. That's Jesus. the only way to tackle those greens. Like I'm in a group oh. chat with my buddy, and like uh, he hit me with like these greens are purple right now. Yeah. <laughs> like oh yeah, yeah? like it, it it ain't looking good out there. Better luck putting on like an asphalt parking lot. It, it's unbelievable out there my my father-in-law uh had it on in the morning and it was just like the golf channel coverage so like oh here's a few shots and here's so and so on the practice screen right you can't actually watch the tournament but you can occasionally get some shots and updates yeah. on whoever's doing what and they showed someone putting and it was kind of a wide shot and everything's green and then i see the green which is not green and i was like huh Looks pretty dry out there. It yeah. just like taps the putt and it goes 90 feet. I forget who it was. Somebody putted into the water from yeah. the eagle putt on, uh, what was it, 13 or 12? I th- yeah, think 12. it was 12. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> tough to putt for eagle and then your next shot is a putt for par. That's From the that's same tough. spot. From the yeah. same spot. How do you go you about putting it again? Like, I literally just <laughs> like tap it or like just tap it <sighs> on the ball. Like, I'm sure that's not legal, but I mean, man, that. Fun day at yeah. Augusta. Ho- oh god! Hopefully yeah. it's more playable. I, I I like a good bloodbath every <laughs> once in a while, but I, I also like seeing some good golf. Yeah, that it'll be interesting. Um, on today's show, sorry, uh, real quick for not getting a normal episode episode out to you. I think it's the first time in a long time that we've actually missed a scheduled episode, but just something came up late, and I didn't want to spring like, "Hey Matt, uh, do a show now," and it okay. was. <laughs> You know, it was late and we just, we were going to have to have one of those episodes where we were kind of BSing a lot. And that was too much of a burden to put on my buddy, Matt. So I was like, you know what? Bet online, master segment, we're good. We can miss an episode. Sorry uh, for doing that, but we are back. We are back. Back. Let's go, baby. Yeah, it's almost like you knew that I was doing like 20 hours (laughs) of uh, master's gambling research. 
when he shot me the text. I was like, that hey, could not be a problem. Hey, All right. <laughs> also, real quick, uh, we have our bracket challenge results, and we need – here's the thing, Matt. Mm-hmm. turns out not everyone puts uh, their full name or their actual no. name or any name on their bracket. Right. The winner has gotten a hold of me so far. So that is most most fantastic. important persons in, in the books. Okay, there the, we go. The winner, uh, Brendan, I think it's Merhar Berhar, is in the books. We are looking for the following, and if you were in our bracket challenge, please go check your results. And if you are first, second, or third, or thirty ninth, or well, we got to figure out ninety fourth. Um, please email lockedonspartans at gmail dot com. So that's Rob JD three. Rob JD three got third, and then seventy nine Spartan zero zero got third. If that's you, please email lockedonspartans at gmail dot com. Thirty uh, ninth went to Nora Fleming, Mel Tucker's bucket hat, great name, mm, strong. Nora, please email us lockedonspartans at gmail dot com, and then we are in touch with one person. We've got like a literal dead heat for ninety fourth place. It's absolutely absurd, literal dead heat. We've gotten in touch with one person. We need to get in touch with Sparty on exclamation point, exclamation point, uh, 25. There's three exclamation points. Sparty on 25. You're tied for 89th, but through the tiebreakers, we've got two people tied for 94th, which is, I think, the Cassius card, right? Yeah, Cassius card yeah. amongst a few other cards in there, too. Yeah. So please email us lockedonspartans at gmail.com if you are one of those people, and we will make you provide proof in the form of your actual um, like page on ESPN that proves that this is yours. So, all right. Fantastic. Great. Nice. Nice. On today's show. Yeah. We are going to talk about what's maybe uh, some things that are keeping us up at night with this uh, Michigan State football team. And then you're going to spring a segment or two on me, Matt. I have no idea what we're doing. Yeah, no, I, I I think it's gonna be fun for the listeners too. It's something that like everyone can do just from the comfort yeah. of their own home. It's car, like a game, office, whatever. Yeah, it's a bit a game, a whatever bit. you want to yeah. call it. Yeah. yeah, okay. So that's what we're doing on today's show. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every single day. Okay, Matt. All right, Will. I almost want to call an audible. Okay. Speaking of quarterback, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Where do you go? I think um, I think we've been pretty optimistic about this football roster and how things have sort of shook out, shaken out since the yeah. end of the season to now the people they've brought in, the recruits and the portal players, and just how we feel like everything's kind of heading in a positive direction. But is there one thing overall? And quick tangent, quick sidebar. I still feel like people are sleeping on just how much better this roster got. Um, Not that Michigan fans are the proper barometer, but there have been like prominent Michigan fans who are, whether they're bloggers, podcasters, whatever, like prominent voices in the Michigan community, not just Donnie from Wyandotte, right? (laughs) Sure, sure. Who have been like, man... Michigan State, they might finish last place in the East Division again. Man, Michigan State, they might win three games next year. Like It's like, okay, there's certainly some underestimating of the roster going on uh, at that point. But there's still plenty of concerns. What are the ones, Matt, that are keeping you up at night? Because I know you just fret these things. 
No, I do. And listen, it's all fun and games, and it's awesome that the coaching staff is speaking very highly of uh, incoming freshman. Actually, not incoming. He's already there. He's an early enrollee. Uh, Cameron Allen out of yes. Texas in the tight end room and how he might get some serious reps coming up this fall. But that's great. Um, it's very hard for me to kind of look at that and not say, oh, no, are they saying this because they yes. need him to be there in the fall? And uh-huh. the tight end room is like, because listen, we all know the tight end room has a lot of question marks. Uh, Tyler Hunt, he's fine. Uh, Trenton Gillison, great athlete coming out of high school, still has yet to see his potential. I think that's a good way of wording that, right? I mean, I'm, uh-huh. I haven't given up on the Gillison yeah. experiment. I want to say that, but, you know, a lot to be desired, and he could have a big year coming up. Uh, the fact that Ka- true freshman Cam Allen who should have been at prom a week ago, is one of your top tight ends. I don't know how well that sits with me necessarily. I hope I'm proven wrong, because I felt the same way when they were talking high Josiah Scott back in the day, and it ended yeah. up, well, yeah, okay, he yeah. actually balled out. Made that, sense. Yeah, yeah, hey, sweet. So hopefully it's that situation, but mm, uh, I, tight end hasn't necessarily tickled me for the last uh, mm-hmm. season or so here, Will, so yeah, I'm going to have to be a broken record player and just say, yeah, I'm still worried about the tight end situation. I cannot disagree with that, and I think that's something that everyone would point to immediately as the number one position of concern, just in terms of, like, how good are they? Because the tight end group might have been the worst in the Big Ten last year. Like, it's down there. Uh, Bottom bottom three or four groups in the Big Ten. And that's just the reality of what the group was. Now, if everyone sort of improves and say Cam Allen comes in and is another solid contributor, like, hey, maybe they can get to middle of the pack and that would be a win. That said, tight ends are very important to this offense. I still think it can be a good offense without a good tight end. I do. Like, if you can get, whether it's Tyler Hunt, Cam Allen, Trenton Gillison, if someone or two guys can just give you a majority of their snaps at competent, some good, some bad, usually competent. I still think the offense can be just fine. So in terms of like a value play, tight ends a little bit lower than me, even though I'm 100% with you. It's, yeah, it's it's like, uh, they're probably going to be, if I had to bet, the worst position group uh, on the team. I have another concern, a different concern, and I'm going to share it with you mm-hmm. after a word from rockauto.com. Wow. He did it. <laughs> he did it. He did it, folks. Pro. Tees. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. What What else, Matt? Gas pedals. Sorry, I'm just trying to rip okay. through this read. You're good, you're good. Whether it's for your classic car or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Uh, you would if you were a big old clown, Will. Big old clown. Here. But you're not. So instead, you're going to go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Today's show is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. They got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's 
So easy to sign up. Just head to their website or use your mobile device. And all you got to do is sign up. You fill out a little thing. Sign up. It's easy. Sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKDOWN. One word LOCKDOWN to get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Lockdown Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Lockdown Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, so here's my concern. Yeah. My, honestly. What's, what, what's got your goat? What's got your goat, Will? I think defensively Michigan State should be right about what they were last year. And they were they were good. Like by the advanced numbers, they were pretty damn solid. They had some stinkers, right? Iowa, Ohio State. Although I think yeah. uh, like they had some tough games, but they also had some really good games as well against against solid offenses. And from like a yards per play standpoint in the advanced numbers, they did a good job and they were just the biggest thing is they were put in terrible spots by the offense repeatedly. Yes. Um so honestly, if the offense is just like a little bit less turnover prone, the defense will see great dividends their way. What I'm just like slightly worried about is I feel okay in the defensive line unless someone gets hurt. I feel okay about linebacker. We'll feel okay about linebacker eventually. You'll see. Wink, wink. Hmm. Nice. Unless someone gets hurt. I feel good about the secondary unless someone gets hurt. It feels like they're, the depth isn't quite there yet. Like the defense, They're bringing back everyone but Naquan Jones in the defensive line, but there's a couple guys that like, yeah, Jalen Hunt can play. A couple other guys can play. Slade can play. The ends can play. But like if Jalen Hunt breaks his leg week two, that interior is probably going to get shredded. Like, it's going to be really tough. Like, you got to hope that your top two interior guys stay pretty healthy, and and Mallory as well. Like, those are the three guys that have proven they can play. Maybe, maybe Maverick Hansen takes a step, and you're like, oh, okay, we got he's a good rotation guy. Maybe one of the true freshmen from last year takes a step. Oh, okay, now we got got a, a good depth guy there. Maybe. But right now... You got like two or three guys in the defensive interior, and then it's like, okay, then what? Linebacker, same thing. Like, okay, right now we know it's not great, but say a, a certain portal player or linebacker ends up at Michigan State, and then you've got a few guys between Ben Van Summeren, uh, Harvey, Klein, and you can even throw Ma in there as well. Uh, now Teote. Take like, okay. <laughs> Tank Brown. Tank Brown's more of a Jack type. We'll see. Ah, that's, right, that's, we'll right, see. that's right. We'll um, see. But whatever it is, like okay, we feel solid about that. But like, if if one of your good linebackers gets hurt, like, uh oh, secondary similar story. Like, I feel like they got three solid safeties and three solid corners, but like, ooh, it can get really thin really quick, especially if someone gets hurt. Like, you lost Shakur Brown. He's a pro. Chris Jackson was pretty solid, and now he's gone. Like it. it it can thin out pretty damn quickly back there. So that's my big thing is like a little bit of bad injury luck on the defensive side. And they could go from like a really good defense to one that is below average very quickly. And although we think the offense is really going to improve, I don't think it's going to be like a top 30 or 40 offense. Like if they're a top 60, 50, like above average, competent, but not great, 
I think that's totally in line for that for them to be. And then if you have a, a really good defense, like you can have a, a pretty damn good team, an eight win team maybe. But on the defensive side, I think each position group could be thinned out by an injury, and then you're like, oh crap! Like Montori Foster got moved to defensive back. Like, oh, are we gonna have to use a converted receiver to a defensive back who has barely been playing the? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it totally. just feels, it just feels really thin, kind of all over the place in defense. Maybe not defensive end because there are four guys there uh, that you feel solid about. So maybe the defensive end is the only spot. Oh, five now with Drew Jordan. Yeah, so right. we'll, defensive end is is we're fine, but everywhere else it's like I hope nobody gets hurt. No, it's tough to argue that because yeah, I was gonna say uh, death with the defensive line, but now that you've talked through it and ballooned it out to well everywhere else, yeah, no, yeah. That, that that checks out, no doubt. So that's that's a good one to uh, think about when I'm staring at the ceiling at 3 a.m. tonight, wondering what to worry about. So nice. <laughs> look at that. All right, there we go. All right, let's switch gears here mid segment. You, you pick it up. We're, what are we doing, Matt? Yeah, so this is a segment that I'm just going to call but or but. Any way you want to pronounce the word but with like 15 U's, uh, that's what we're going to call it. Okay, I'm going to give uh, Will and you guys at home a scenario. You guys can take it, but not so fast. There is a but and there is a caveat behind each scenario so do you take it or do you not take the scenario i'm gonna lay out for you well i like being topical as a podcast co-host uh gus is going on uh the the azaleas are, are popping right now so let's how about this first scenario i'm gonna lay out for you right now you ready i am can you like uh, but or but but i already but but sorry i i need to be harder on my t's there uh, all right, so for example, well, not an example, we're just going to straight up do it. Uh, Will, uh, and folks, you find people at home, uh, you get to golf 18 holes with Tom Izzo at Augusta National, but you top or shank literally every single one of your shots, <laughs> and Tom Izzo looks visibly irritated by the calamity that you have brought to the golf course by the 10th hole. Do you still go through with your nightmare at Augusta with Tom Izzo? Yes or no? Uh, yeah. I think it's really hard to say no, right? Because like everyone's gonna say like, "Oh, how'd you shoot? How was it?" Like, yeah, be like, "Well, I shot at 148. Uh, I three jacked uh, every hole." <laughs> don't care. Like, you, you, how many a like how many non-members and non-professional golfers? It's not a lot. Get to play a, like it's not a lot. It's that a low is, number. Yeah. You could tell me like you can't play Augusta, but you can go walk. You can caddy for Tom Izzo, and his bag sure. is twice the size of him, and he just yeah. keeps 20-pound free weights at the bottom. I would rather that than yeah. shaking every shot, though, almost, because like that would haunt me forever, I think. like I got this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to not only golf at the most exclusive course in America, but I got to do it with Tom Izzo, and I upset him for the last two hours because I played <laughs> so horrible, and I let my game get away from me, and I folded under pressure, and in the moment, like... Yeah, I would do it, but I, I think I I think I would just rather caddy than, than shank my way up and down <laughs> Augusta National no, and have that live in me for the rest of my life. I would happily shoot 160 at Augusta. Just okay. like, All right. just think of it like uh, standing at the tee box at 18. Like, yeah, yeah I know this is going to go poorly. Everyone in your group hates care. you by then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Like, I'm just going to stand there and watch and like look at it and be like, give me the pitching wedge. I'm going to try to hit this one straight. <laughs> I'm going to try to blade a wedge 300 yards. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> 
Love it. Okay, so you get the game now. Yeah, I thought, okay, I thought I had, yes, it's a yes or no thing. Yeah, it's a yes or no thing, but we attach major caveats at the end of this. Uh, we'll do one yeah. more before our next break if we got time. Is that cool? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Will, uh, simply put here, um, you, 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 hold on, let me, let me find the right one. Simply put, huh? Simply put, and then I thought, no, this would take way too long of an answer. How about this one? Okay, yeah. uh, here's another time. It was a related one. Uh, Will, you get one year of Imani Bates next year. But it's also guaranteed the last year of Tom Izzo, no matter what happens next season. Like, you get Imani for a year, you get Izzo for one more year. Do you bypass Imani for maybe, let's call it, five-ish years left on Izzo, with the still good recruits that he has and the mm-hmm. foundation that he's built for the program? What do you do? Do you, do you tell Izzo, hey, you got Imani, but you are your ass is out of here after that year? What do you no, do? No, I... I as much as and as silly as I thought the Jaden Akins Amani bits like would you rather have Amani for one year or Akins for three like well mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the generational talent and I understand yada 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 but with Tom Izzo I'm I'm gonna take Izzo I'm not gonna get rid of Izzo after one year there's no guarantee as special a talent as Amani Bates is he's a rolled ankle in the Sweet Sixteen away from his team like even on a good team like right yeah. things can go wrong. And I want Tom Mizzo to have as many bites at the apple as he can get, not just one great bite. I'd trade one fantastic great bite for like five or six pretty damn solid bites. See, I think this will divide a lot of people because the, the Imani thing is obviously a hot topic. Like, would you take? But I, I'm going to lean, yeah, keeping Izzo around for longer. And I'd be lying yeah, if I said it's it. The it, program, it, man. And that's the thing. It's like, I'm going to whisper this because I don't want to admit it, but like, I'm a little scared too of what happens post Izzo, you know. Yeah. Like I oh, don't. It's no guarantee, dude. Like Michigan's rolling. Like Indiana. Like they've got themselves a great staff. Everyone that's good uh-huh. seems to be coming back to them. They're landing transfers. Like Mark Turgeon is getting transfers on. Like well, I'm just, I'm just scared of post Izzo life. I'm so scared. I know. Yeah. I know. Look so at like, Indiana after Bob Knight left. Yeah. Yeah. Like UC- I mean, a much more extreme. Look at UCLA when John Wood. Like that's fair. It's, no, that's there's fair. There's no. Look at Michigan after, like, Bo and Lloyd Carr left. Like, I know. It took them a long time for football to, to get back on their damn uh, feet. Not to uh, get, how, like, How's Tennessee football champion. doing? Uh, yeah, how right. is I know Tennessee it happens all doing? the time. I Alabama know, I'm, I'm lost to Louisiana Monroe. <laughs> uh, people forget. People literally forget that. Yeah. The, oh, so, yeah. I'm just no, scared. I'm, I'm scared, you. Will. I'm scared. So, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, Imani. Uh, I'm sure you'd be great no, here. I'm uh, not. Good luck in Lafayette, whoever you're going to play here one year. <laughs> um, I, I just I need Izzo on the side. Yeah. As much as his substitution patterns drove me insane in the last year, I, I still have faith in the guy. So, yeah, I, I got to stick with him. Yeah, yeah, one, one million percent. All right, let's pause here. We'll, <clears throat> excuse me, come back and finish off today's show with more of that. Uh, it's a good game, Matt. You should have just told me what it was uh, before. <laughs> First word from Bill Bar. <laughs> Bill Bar. Bill those bars. Yeah. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever and the new and improved formula is even more delicious. They've got, gosh, Bill Bar Puffs are fantastic. Bill Bar Crisp, the original flavors. They've got all these new flavors. Birthday cake, raspberry cheesecake, churro pot. Like, it's just Unbelievable. That they just keep releasing banger after banger, and it's not just the bars. They got uh, what's it the the broth stuff? What did you drink the other day? Built boost immunity. That stuff slaps. Like I I just have that because it tastes good. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, God, it's just so much stuff. Um, And these bars, 
while they are fantastic tasting, they're not just not just delicious on your taste buds, Matt. They are delicious on your body. Body. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Great for a keto diet. Go check them out. Builtbar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15, the number 15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. It's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. It's April, Mm. and the Locked On NFL Network of Podcasts is shifting into draft mode. April 19th through the 26th, tune in to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021. It'll feature analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, heard of him, Brian Baldinger, heard of him, and Michael Lombardi, heard of him. Stay tuned for more info about where you can find the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Odyssey and the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt, keep well, it rolling. Well, uh, you, you have a, a newsletter. You're, you're a newsman. Um, also, I really appreciated the piece on Ashton Leppo the other day. It's uh, spartanswill.substack.com. So it, it's safe to say that you're a man that appreciates information and access. And it's not just you. It's the listeners at home, too, that want to know everything about the football team going on that they possibly can. But as we know, the last two springs, very tight-lipped, especially in spring ball here, Will. So, uh, Will, I'm going to give you the opportunity. You get all the scrimmage notes. You get the snap chart. You get everything, depth chart. Mm-hmm. You get everything your heart desires. Yes. But you yes. have to go through the entire spring workout program with the team. That weeks-long program where you got to wake up, rise and shine at some ungodly like military-style hour and uh, pretty much end every workout vomiting in a trash can at the end of every session. Will, do you go through with it? Are you that desperate for access here? What's the downside? There's supposed to be a rub, right? What's the rub? The rub is the workout program, like waking up before the rooster even wakes up and then having to get your ass kicked every single day. Uh, is Okay, do you know what? I actually had two written down. Let me do this one then. So or, I get uh, in great shape. I get in absolutely the best shape of my life, and you're right. I become the absolute number one best source for Michigan State <sighs> anything. My yeah. job becomes insanely easy. Okay. I build okay. a huge subscription base with just dynamite rock solid information and i get jacked oh that sucks okay so for me i hate waking up early that much like that's what this is more of a me thing but you know what this is the only one i wrote two options down for of the caveat so let me uh, introduce the second one you have to tackle harold joiner in order to get all the information and you don't you don't get the information until you bring down harold joiner uh just one-on-one tackling drills do you still do it this yeah. is the opposite of being in the best shape of your life. You, you're walking away sounding like Mike Tyson for the rest of your days, potentially, if uh, things go wrong here. Can I tell you a story? Please. Uh, back in middle school, like I'm, I'm still a smaller guy, but at least once I got to high school, I started lifting weights, filling out, and became a very sturdy mm-hmm. football player. Strong, you know, I could I sure. could actually hit people when I played football. In middle school, before that, I was not that. I was tiny. I was a little quick guy, but I was mm-hmm. tiny. I was somewhat strong, but just, you know, middle school. I didn't have armpit hair, leg hair. I wasn't one of those kids. I was a normal middle schooler. And my tactic, I was a, I was a corner, defensive back. <laughs> my my right. tactic was if they ran at me, like off the edge, and I had to tackle someone bigger than me one-on-one, I'm just going to get low. Mm-hmm. 
and grab a leg. They're going to truck me. I don't care if I get trucked. I'm going to trip them with my entire body while holding on. That was my strategy, but not that middle was... school, in high school. Like, that that, that was my strategy then. <laughs> so, in yeah, school, I, was... I 100% get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I, I was a uh, 5'8", a, a buck 25 in high school. Yeah, that, that was my only shot that I had out there, man. It, it was tough sledding. Quite literally sledding sometimes, if you saw the running yeah, backs around our team. It was, like, but it was hell that out there, be... man. <laughs> That would be how I would tackle people who were like, you know, some kids were like me and I could tackle them normally. Yeah, but just, yeah, yeah. You know, the kids who at puberty before everyone, Dude, that's how I, I it, would man. try and tackle them. <laughs> yeah, just, I get it. They're going to trip over me. They're going to blast me. I'm going to hold onto their ankle and they're going to fall and they will gain one yard. Yep. <laughs> and that was my tactic. That would be my tactic with Harold Joyner. Just try to grab his ankle until we're done here. <laughs> So I'm going to keep this next one football, and I'm also going to tug at the heartstrings, um, and you'll see why in a minute. Uh, Will, you get one more year of Antoine Simmons. He pulls his name out of the draft. He's coming back. The NCAA doesn't have any issue with it for some reason. But, and here's the heartstrings part, you have to say goodbye to Kenneth Walker. Do you do the hypothetical trade of Antoine? Wow, see, I would. I would. I would. Okay. You're that high in Kenneth Walker. Twan was a really good football player. Um, Twan was also also like limited in a lot of ways. Um, I made up for it with heart and grit and smartness, though. Will that's don't you forget it? I know. You know what's better than heart and grit and toughness? Uh, quads the size of <laughs> just, uh, a barrel. <laughs> just absolutely elite traits. <laughs> Fair. But no, here's my I, thing too: I, is like I the running back up... room is talented enough where I think I would rather take Sim or yeah, Antoine Simmons and then have Collins and have Jordan Simmons and Harold mm-hmm. Joyner here and there too. Should he take up that position? But you get what I'm saying. I mean, I don't have to tell you this. Yeah, I, I, this may be like, uh, and if I think about it for a couple more minutes, I'll be like, you know, I'm, I'll just take Simmons um, because linebacker can be pretty thin. That's probably the right thing to do. And you know what? Yeah, it's taking Simmons is the right thing to do. Um, but I just want to make very clear how high I am on Kenneth Walker and sure. how good I think he is already and how I good how good I think he's going to be for Michigan State. Like, just a total offensive dynamic changing uh, weapon. Like, it, it, it'll totally – like, even more than Collins finding his form, even more than Simmons getting a little better, even more than Joyner finally hitting on that some of that potential. Like, I really think – his presence can totally change how this offense is able to operate. And yeah, I, I, you know, I really like Tuan He's a really good player. Like I said, some limitations or whatever, but I'm probably because of what's behind him or what was behind him. As of today, I would bring Antoine Simmons back in a month. Maybe I'll switch it. We'll see. Wink, wink. Do we got time for one but more? As of, but as oh, of sorry, today, sorry. I'm, I'm going to bring Twan back. Yeah, let's do it quick. Okay, so uh, this is for, like, what what's, what football jersey do you want to see that they haven't done yet? Is it, like, an all-black jersey? Is it the script state? Is it, like, anything else stick out to you for, like, a football jersey that hasn't been debuted that you really want to see on the field? All-black with, like, a little bit of neon trim would be pretty sick and, like, a flat black helmet with a big neon gruff sparty. Perfect. And... At home, if your answer is different, perfect. It still works anyway. Guys, you get that football jersey you've so badly wanted forever. But it's in a 17-14 to 14 
triple overtime win against Western Kentucky this year. It's a noon game on Big Ten Network, just uh, the worst kind of game you could ever possibly sit through. Every time you watch the game on replay, if you're a masochist, or just think about the jerseys, they'll always be tied to that slog of a 17-14 triple overtime thriller against the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. Will, do you still take those football jerseys despite maybe the not a loss of a memory, but a, a, a bad game of a memory around them? So it's a win. See, I try to write it as the ugliest win possible, though. Like, yeah. no good memories no, that... attached to it. Okay. You don't care um, about how ugly it is? Like, you no. still take it? <sighs> I know, right? I'm glad if I that say no. If I say no, is there any chance I ever get this uniform? Uh, No. For, no, for argument's sake, no. No, no. This, then, is, a, this then is your I'm one taking shot. It. Okay. All right. Yeah, then I'm taking it. Yep. I'm how about this? Uh, you get it, but you got to wait till 2024. Uh, I think I'm taking wait. it. I'm still taking it. I'm gonna take it, and then they're gonna win, and it'll be ugly with it, and then they'll try it again later in the year for a night game. They'll surprise everyone. They'll win um, as long as you get the right <laughs> framed picture of Kenneth Walker flexing in that black uniform. Like yeah. he cropped the scoreboard out of it. Like all the West Kentucky players are cropped out of it. Like that that might the, the payoff on that shot might be a recruiting graphic like see right there okay you know what i'm like i'm back onto it yeah g- g- give me the the football jerseys that we want all right there we go cool cool <laughs> all right that's that's gonna do it first here on locked on spartans thanks so much for listening to today's episode we'll be back on monday yay oh yeah that's right i'll, I'll be uh down south i'll be in florida uh recording from there that's right Whoop. fantastic yeah so you can day drink and we'll Matt be- to record with. Ooh, <laughs> lucky you. <laughs> we'll be back Monday with uh, a whole nother week of new episodes. So won't you join us then? Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, what do you got for us? Okay, I got some trivia. Uh, what Spartans men's basketball player tallied seven triple doubles during the 1978-79 season? Um, what season? You You cut out. I'm sorry. The 1978-1979 season. Ah, okay. Then my Draymond Green guess would have been wrong. Magic Johnson. Draymond Green would have been a little incorrect, yeah. Uh, it is, uh, it's not Magic Johnson, it's Irvin Magic Johnson is what they have uh-huh. here. So, yeah, close, uh-huh. but uh, yeah, nice guess. I got it wrong. Nice guess. Yep, all right, guys. Okay. Go Green.